This episode of the PB&J Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you something. It's free. They give you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And they'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. And here's the best part. You can start earning money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Okay, it's everything you need to make a podcast right in one place. Only thing you got to do is go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, now let's get to it. It's the, it's the P, 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 B, B, and J, and J. It is the PB&J Podcast. I am one of your hosts, P. Yeah, what's up? This is B, a.k.a. B Ever Ready, a.k.a. Young Electorate. <laughs> <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy, Jay. And you know, as always, we are the PB&J Podcast. I love the intro. I love the, I love the vibes. I, I, I love the, the, the feeling that we're going down, the road that we're going down. If, if 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 anyone has been living under a rock, mm-hmm. I don't see even if you were living in, under that rock, the whole world was uh, the eyes were on United States of America with this whole voting and election. It's it. Listen, Donald Trump is gone. Ooh. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Donald Trump <laughs> is gone. And and I don't know what is it forty something odd days or or whatever it is. It's like seventy. Yeah, something like that. So J- January twenty first, twentieth, whatever. This dude is getting his eviction letter. He's 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 out of here. And and despite everything that he's doing, all these frivolous claims and lawsuits, he's gonna meet that day, dog. That day is inevitable. You just delaying the inevitable right now, dog. So. I'm 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 so excited this week. I'm I'm so excited. I want to get y'all's thoughts on 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 just everything. Watch what shows did you watch? Who'd you listen to? Yeah. Today is a damn November eighth is a damn good day. Yeah. See, well, one thing I want to say before I forget about it is I told y'all last week America was not gonna let anybody fuck with their democracy. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling, and and here's the thing: I should have gotten more specific because okay. this is where I went wrong. Mm. All right, our democracy has been fucked with forever. Mm. <laughs> White people in America will not allow their democracy to be fucked with. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? The minute facts. that shit becomes a threat, you saw it, niggas was like, "Hold, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up!" <laughs> no, no, count every vote, everybody come out. You know what I'm saying? So. I just, I just wanted to, you know, uh, make an amendment to that statement last week. But uh, yeah, America was bounded this week, y'all. Man, that is that is facts. Like I ain't never heard facts before, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I just, man, like I said, thank God, yo, because we couldn't do another four. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feel like, you know, we just got out the jailhouse, took that first breath of air. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it feel like to me. You know, or somebody was trying to drown you and you just got up and, you know, that first (laughs) breath. Because, like, it's like, I'm happy, but it's not even so much I'm happy, I'm relieved. Mm. Yes. Mm. 
because it's like it could have been so much worse. Mm. The but, thing that that was that was impressive for me this whole week was. I was watching pretty much. I didn't really watch any other shows other than CNN. Like I was glued to CNN pretty much all week. And one thing that you know, I noticed, and it's no big secret: the president don't like CNN. CNN don't like the president. That's that's not something that's new. But you can clearly hear the disdain in their voices of this man when they were talking about him all week long. And I thought that that was one. Like I've never seen a newscast that said that that was wasn't impartial they were pretty much like mm, we need to get this dude up out of here we need to count all the votes to calm down if y'all is looking and seeing that trump is ahead listen the math is gonna play out and we gonna win this thing it was so clear that these dudes did not want this dude to win man and i was like refreshed i was i was rejuvenated i'm so yeah, happy I, today <laughs> i feel you bro because honestly they're disgust was it was open and it was justified and it was justified in the moment, mm -hmm. which is was the best thing about it because he was spitting out and spewing all this and trying to disseminate all this, all these bullshit facts, all the quote unquote, what he liked to call fake news. He's sitting there throwing that out, trying to save himself, trying, to, trying to throw some last ditch effort out there to, to not make himself look like an asshole. Instead, ironically, he just diving deeper into that hole. But it was like to see all of that happen inside simultaneously yeah. it's like it couldn't couldn't get no better because nah. the man was in the end who he, he was at the beginning mm. who is and it's the same person who he was in the middle you know what i'm saying and it's just nice to see that motherfuckers like that you will meet your maker one day you know what I'm <laughs> that saying? is true wait, wait, so speaking on this i just saw this today online apparently there's a trump accountability project where they're listing Everybody who, you know, worked for him, everybody who, you know what I mean, took an appointment, all the judges, all of that. It's like, yo, this is exactly what you need. You need to make sure that you've got these people lined up so that when they try to, you know, hide and then come out in six years, like, oh, yeah, I was always a staunch mm -hmm. Republican. Mm -hmm. I never did. Da, da, da. It'd be like, no, no, we got the receipts, bro. Sit down. And that, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because I did hear this week there was a whole bunch of Republicans who had previously supported this dude in every venture that he did jump off that bandwagon just as quick. Like, there was like, you know, Trump is the worst president ever of all time. This, that, and the other. And I just found it funny because I'm like, mm -mm. just last week, my nigga, you was on this nigga's like bandwagon. Exactly. You right. know, so now that now that you know and, and it's official that he's gone, now you want to open your mouth? Like we we endured four years of idiotic statements, bad policies, and just real just a, a President ever seen probably ever. in the history of the country ever not not probably bro yeah not probably. yeah Just because I wasn't alive in the 1800s I mean you know I mean I get a little leeway but I feel you but even they had standards right you know what I'm saying right. <laughs> there was a sense of propriety back then you know right. So, right right so like come on bro this dude him and yeah and one of the best things about it is everybody that sided with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? If you drinking with him, you sinking with him. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? And, and you've been exposed. That's yep. that's the dopest part about it. You've been exposed. Let I'm going to say it a third time. You have been <laughs> exposed out here. So don't think we just going to forget 
who you are right. and how you was rocking your red hats and all that shit. Like, and, and some of y'all gonna gonna be cool with that, but there's gonna be a lot of these folk out here that's gonna try to slide under. You know, what I mean, might try to put their little Black Lives Matter, you know, postcard on their front mailbox or some shit like 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 <laughs> Fluff was talking about last week. You know, what I'm saying it's like, nah, we know now. Man. We know now. And we might have had a feeling before, but, but now, we know now. Yes. So thank you for that. Yes. You know? And they definitely they definitely need that because people do forget. Voters do forget. They, you know, they may say, Oh, you know, at the moment, yeah, we upset because our boy didn't win. But four years from now, there's gonna be another Republican that's gonna have the same type of views, that's gonna have the same type of ideology, and they're gonna vote for him too because he aligns with their standards. So we need to know everybody who was involved, everybody who said yes to this dude and backed him up. Because like you said, Jay, y'all niggas is exposed right now. Heavily. Big time. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I sent you guys the, the video yesterday of Van Jones, man. I know, like, listen, I, the, watching this whole week, one thing I love about this dude is that how he always brings it back home to, to the black vote or to black voters. And I thought that was kind of like, it could get lost sometimes, especially when you're the only black person up on a panel full of, you know, white people. So it's kind of like I, I respect this dude because he always brought it back to 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 the race issue, and which is a huge issue in this country. But that video that I saw with Moho, you know, the fighting the tears, man, listen, dog, like it got me. But it showed just how much this vote meant. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people realize just what he was saying like you know this affected yes not only black people but there were muslims in this country who felt like the president doesn't want them here you know mm-hmm. now they can kind of get some sense of relief when they go out to the stores like it was it was a real real statement and the fact that he was crying just brought it home for me and i was just like listen no oh, that's one of the realest things i've ever seen on a newscast ever ever so but then now this is the counterpoint i'm glad you brought him up because a lot of people was pointing out the fact that this was the same dude who was side by side with them when Trump was doing his uh, criminal justice reform, quote unquote, which I don't know he signed something, but I still haven't seen nothing happen. So I don't really know what was in that bill, supposedly, whatever. Right. Right. So a lot of people was knocking him to say, like, you know, don't cry for it now because you were side by side with him then. Right. And I I hear that and I kind of agree with that sentiment because you can't stand next to a racist being like, you know, nah, I agree with him sometime. Mm. But at the same time, and it's like the same thing they try to do with Ice Cube. When he was like, yo, I put out my plan and, you know, the Trump campaign is the only people who reached out. So it's like, on one hand, now you, you know, just for the sake of like your own integrity, you don't want to be next to people like that. Uh At the same time, you kind of have to do what you have to do to get things done for the greater good. You know what I'm saying? Instead of kind of standing outside the system the whole time, just being like, oh, this ain't right. Oh, this ain't right. Oh, this ain't right. But it's like, but if you ain't doing nothing, you know what I'm saying, to move the ball down the field, it really don't matter at the end of the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how do y'all feel about that? See, that that's that's my thing, bro. It's like, 
I, I can see how people can, can say that, but to me, that's a superficial uh, perspective a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because in order to get shit done, you're going to have to get dirty sometimes, yeah. which means you're going to have to roll in the mud with some motherfucker you, you don't want to. But right. when they in the position of power, you don't really have a fucking choice. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it's, I mean, I, I get it because if you want to be black and white with shit, but we don't, we're not living in a black and white world. So I just feel like there's a level of ignorance involved with that because you're not really, not you personally, you know what I'm saying? But just, yeah, I'm just, just like, question. Yeah, and I feel you, but like you, you can't, you can't possibly be considering what, it's gonna take to push the ball forward. Uh, you know right. what I'm saying? Like it, in the 1960s, if, if fucking Martin Luther King wasn't willing to sit down at the table with some of these folks, like right. you know, the minute you stop having conversation, I think I might have mentioned this last week when uh, when I brought up the story about talking to the that the, uh, former police officer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like the minute you stop having that conversation, that's the minute it gets most dangerous. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because now nobody gives a fuck. And right. so, you know, it's inevitable warfare, you know what I'm saying? Like, almost damn near literally, if that's what it comes down to. Right. So, I mean, I can't be mad at the man, because also, I don't really know what was in that bill, so he might have been supporting the bill. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, he wasn't supporting Trump, he never Trump, but he was supporting the bill. Yeah, ex- exactly. And so, you know, Trump probably utilized that as an opportunity for a photo opportunity. You know how they be twisting all kinds of shit up. So I ain't mad at Van Jones for that. And plus, it, he got a long standing record, dog. He he ain't suspect to me at all. Like yeah. that, that man, he been he been holding it down for a while. And in terms of what he did, like that that you know, I want I don't want to call it a speech, but the moment on TV, I really respected that. And I feel you, P. Like I I, I felt that. I'm not even a father, and like yeah. I felt it because he was like, yo, as a parent, it just feels a little easier to be a parent today. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that shit is real. Like, I feel y'all as parents having to raise your children for the last four years, mm-hmm. having this type of character be celebrated. Right. You know what and I mean? How do you, how do you combat that? Because that's the thing. You can't tell them nothing. Uh, you, you can't. So right now, you, you seeing from the president, anything goes, you can lie every day. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be civil to your fellow man. You know what I mean? All of that. So it's like, what incentive is there for, you know, you as a 13, 14, 15, whatever year old child to do any better? You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm going to tell you, like, you know, JoJo sometimes surprises me a lot. You know, I didn't think that this dude was, was, was watching this whole thing. I didn't think that he was paying attention. But... What Van kind of, you know, brought up is when you do have kids and when they are watching it, when you're least expecting them to be watching it and understanding a little bit of what's going on. When the character of that person, they know the president is supposed to be like the the utmost of all of us. You know, the the God fearing, you know, respectable, smart. You know, th- these are the qualities that you expect from your president. So when your president is saying and acting and doing things that Trump has been doing for the last four years, and when your kids have questions like, wait a minute, like he's acting like an asshole, but this is the president. You know, right. so when they ask you, well, how can you become president when you act like that? That's a fucking tough, that's a tough answer. Like you can't answer that question. You, all you can really say is, baby, I don't know. You know, so you don't, you can't give them no definitive answer as to why or 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 should you act like this? This is the way that you're supposed to act if you want to become president. You can't answer all that, but I think that's you know I agree with everything that you guys both saying, man. It's I can see how people can question Van, but then it's like, dog, you got to really kind of look at his track history and and Mm -hmm. make sure that you know what you're talking about because just because you saw a photo op don't mean that that's what that man stands for. So. 
this is like I said. I thought it was great. I thought that it was it was something that the whole country needed to hear, and I'm I'm proud of him for for saying it though, because as a black man on TV with a whole bunch of white people anyway on CNN, you are already standing out. So for you to go ahead and and and, and expose your feelings and say things, you know, stuff like that, it takes a lot of balls to do that, man. So so hats off to Van Jones on that one, man. And, and, and not not for nothing, yo. Um, two things. I just want to say real quick that, like, yeah, it, it's also tough because to have that uh, represent the, like that man in the highest office, that person in the highest office, be represented with that type of character, combined with the fact that America is already built mm. to celebrate corruption. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And provide it with impunity as long as you got the right connections. Mm. It's like it, that that should had to make it hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I just I won't put that out there. But then also when you talk about um, Van Jones being a, a black man represented in a dominant a, a white dominant. Um, uh, uh, field or whatever as a, a reporter on CNN as an anchor on CNN I just want to give a shout out to the shorty Abby Phillips yeah. whatever the black chick on there she be holding it down yo like I don't know nothing about this chick but watching her I was like yo I'm real proud of her like I she she couldn't she might be the bougie broad that like never gave niggas from the hood a shot always was looking down and shit you know what I'm saying you know always had a, well, I ain't gonna go too deep into it but you know whatever she you know what I mean she might have never gave niggas like a a, a, cha- a conversation right. but the way she is representing herself which is representing all of us on CNN I, I dig it yo just seeing her like for like damn near 24 hours straight covering this damn election uh, it just I thought oh, surely just, she was holding it down yo, I was like yeah keep it up I know your parents are proud girl <laughs> <laughs> she, she was the way I the way I looked at it she she was in a job interview I mean, she's been on it for a grip, though. I mean, she's right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Biden's going to be the president. So, if he Uh, needs somebody, a strategist, or somebody in your your corner, that's that's, that's what she did. I mean, they had a, I mean, I I, I didn't like the fact that they had a, a, the white lady on there as well doing the same, the same job. But Mm -hmm. she did, like you said, Jay, she did. Step up and she stood out. I mean, amongst everybody this whole week that we all watched, she was definitely one of those people that you're going to remember. And I'm sure Kamala and I'm sure Joe Biden is looking at her like, mm, we might need to make some decisions to have her on the staff. Listen, speaking about, well, like, first you guys got to take a moment to like what black women have been doing, like this whole just election season, right? But specifically, then, if we're going to start shouting them out, man, you got to start shout out Stacey Abrams, man, because what she's been doing in Georgia, you know what I'm saying? After, Is that the mayor of Atlanta? No, yeah. no, no. She was the one who ran for governor. That's right. She lost, yeah. Out of the seat because the governor who she lost to was also the top election official in Georgia. So it was, it was like... You want to talk about voter fraud, you want to talk about gerrymandering, you want to talk about voter suppression, all of that was going on. So she lost that election, turned around and became like the biggest organizer in that state, helped 800,000 plus people to get uh, registered to vote. And it looks like that's really what the difference was in Georgia from 16 to now 20. So, I mean, she deserves all the kudos, all the good things, you know what I'm saying? Because 
she just did a tremendous job. And then as soon as she was getting recognized, she was giving praise to her team and everybody else who was doing work. So, I mean, I know it's a lot of people down there, but she definitely got to stand out. And I think, honestly, the best thing that they could do in this moment is give her the chair of the Democratic Party. Mm. She's running the whole operation for the country so that you can actually get the right people, first of all, as candidates, mm-hmm. because all this foolishness that we've had the past few years where a majority of the party wants Bernie Sanders, but it's Hillary's turn or it's Biden's turn. Like all of that foolishness, like, listen, you got to get the best candidate out there, first of all. Second of all, you have to really invest in the ground operations and the people, you know, who are on the streets every day. You got to, you know, try to bring those people who are not engaged in the political process into the fold so that, you know, you have results like this where, you know, polling, you know, doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? All of this conventional politics doesn't matter. It's about bringing, you know, those of us who, you know, have historically not been involved in the political machine to say, I I understand the power of my vote and I'm going to put it where, you know, it's going to matter and I'm going to align myself with people who are actually trying to do, you know, the things that I want to see done. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I just got shower out now. To hop, sure. to hop on that, man, I, 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 I fully had my doubts this year. Like, I said to myself, I said to Cassie, I was like, listen, man, this might, if, 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 if Trump wins, this will be the last time I vote. And I was serious about that shit. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to back off of it. So I think, I, like, at the end of the day, to see that this literally came down Mm-hmm. Two two people's votes, yeah. It, it it definitely reassured me. It definitely you know re-energized me to make sure that you know every time that we do have a, a an election, uh, whether it be national, whether it be local, local, you, you got to go out there and you got to vote because this shit really showed that your vote does count. Yeah. And yeah. And- and that's what I'm saying, because when you think about all the type of voter suppression that we got to go against every single election, mm. every year there's an election, there's always voter suppression mm. and we're always going against that. So it's like you got to deal. You, we, we always got to overcome all of those random things that they're going to do every election. year. You know what I'm saying? So if, you know, you're not voting, but everybody else in your house is like, don't be that one. You know what I mean? Just go. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that was kind of my whole mindset, like the season, like I had told my folks from 16, I said, he's getting another four years because when you see how many people came out, like you can't really imagine there'd be this many people who would think that it's a good idea to make him president of anything. The dude has failed at everything he's ever tried except for being a reality TV star. And really, even that was only a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had, what, a two, three-year run. Like, dog, Knight Rider was on TV longer than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always thought he was going to have two terms. But the fact that people came out the way that they did you know what I'm saying? And in those critical states, those swing states, mm. you know what I'm saying? I still don't know what's going on with Florida, but... Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. We good. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Florida. Do you. We don't need do you, you no more, dog. We do not need you no more. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Dump the rest of them shits in the Everglades. Mm. We don't care. 
know, I wasn't even going to drag him, though. I wasn't even going to drag him because one thing people pointed out, Florida still has, I believe, it's 1.4 million former felons who cannot vote, mm-hmm. even though they already passed a law saying that they want their former felons to vote. Right. So if you add another 1.4 million folks, probably sure 75 percent of that's going to buy so yeah i mean well look florida florida actually showed out like they wasn't just all red you know what i'm saying like but I'm, in terms of flipping the state but yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah, i didn't yeah. Well, it's, I, it's, yeah i forgot why i was gonna say go ahead going into it though <laughs> i didn't think that they were going to pull florida anyway i mean uh with home what's his name down there adam gates adam gates is like trump's like stooge like that dude will follow him off a, off a bridge, but but two things that I I kind of wanna I wanna I wanna bring up right. So Jay, I definitely agree with you when you say that this country is founded and formed and built off of corruption because mm-hmm. even with people proving Trump wrong, that listen, we counted the votes, you lost fair and square. There was no corruption going on, but because he wants to claim corruption, it's very fascinating to see how many people follow along with that. Yo, it's wild. If you look at Facebook, yeah. <laughs> like people people are going crazy. Like I was looking at I was watching um I was on Twitter yesterday and like I mean, I expected Tommy Aaron to 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 go with the president's view. But mm-hmm. again, like what you're saying and and you're 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 spewing all this corruption, all this voter, you know, the 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 mail-in ballot is all corrupt and it's fraud. To keep saying it and having other people say the same thing with you, you're really poisoning the water because that's not what happened. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But people, man, and just like you said, there were so many people that I mean, Biden ended up getting the most votes uh, of all time, which I thought was was kind of actually impressive. I was like, wow, that's 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 dope, but. But then Trump got the second most. Right, so that's what I'm saying. So it's like, dog, there's, there's still like, even, even though he's faking the funk and he's trying to do all these things and he's saying all these things, there are like 70 million people who say the same exact thing. And to me, that's the problem because it's like, well, yeah, we got him out, but did we really stop the problem? Right, we didn't. No, not not at all. Like the problem is the ideology. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and and to me that's it all goes back to that's why we gotta maintain those conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause what Trump was doing was was like honestly, pun intended, building a wall mm-hmm. within this fucking country. You know what I'm saying? And people were okay with that. People were starting to get really comfortable with the idea of that. So if we had another four years of that wall progression, mm-hmm. it, it it would shit would have got real fucking ugly out here, y'all. Like I I really I really think shit would have got. I don't know how what how that ugliness would have manifested itself, but it 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 would have been scary, yo. We would have had a scary period at some point before you know twenty twenty four. Listen, I'm still I'm still waiting for that other shoe to drop. I'm trying to tell you, it still might get scary, dog. Yeah. Don't don't discount it right now. No, I and, and I don't. But the thing that leaves me a little optimistic is at least the man that's going to be in charge of the whole situation mm. is going to have a different mentality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he, I feel like that administration will be more, way more quick to go into action mm. over some fuckery. Yeah. You know yeah. You know what I mean? Opposed to encourage, like encoding encouragement about it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, just real quick before I forget, because they just showed it on CNN. Did you see Joe trotting out, though? 
Did, did you see Joe? My Joe man. was looking young and spry yeah, on that he runway. Was, boy. <laughs> he definitely had a pep in that step, boy. That's for sure. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, man. He said, hold up. They ain't finna get me. <laughs> they I mean, take my presidency. Hold on. I'm here. I'm here. I learned, I learned during, during this week that he ran for president before. So, you know. I didn't. I didn't know. I know. I knew he was in, uh, you know, public office and shit for you know, some like fifty years. I knew that, but I didn't know he ran for president before. So, and he ran twice for president before. So this was the Did third it? time. So of course, if you win on that third time, brother, you gonna have some pep too. Oh, they showed it again. Look at him. <laughs> Good form. Back up. Straight shoulders back. And listen, that, like if you've if you've gone through the things that that man has gone through, has gone through you know personal trauma, has gone through political and and and, and professional things to win the presidency. Shit, mm. I would be surprised if he wasn't running out there, even at seventy eight years old. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. That, oh, that's something else I want to. Is anybody not to rain on the parade? Listen. Is anybody concerned? <laughs> Listen, this man making it through a second term. You Listen. know, what I, mean? Listen. I, I don't think he's doing no second term. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I don't even know. It's gonna be the. I don't even know if he makes it through the first term, dog. <laughs> like if you really, if you let, let's literally put this in perspective, right? Four years. This nigga's eighty-two. Yeah. I mean, 82 ain't. I know, mean, God, 82 and you got to deal with the pressure of the presidency of the United States? Nigga. That's, that, that's what it is. <laughs> four years. Right. Like, look, at, look at Barack. Four years of your life. <laughs> Barack, when he first got elected, this nigga didn't have that much gray hair. By the end of that first term, this whole head was gray. Yeah, and Joe's already there. So Man, where, Joe where barely go got hair left, dog. <laughs> like he holding on. Barack was looking thirties when he got in. When he got out, he was looking sixty. Exactly, dog. And I'm telling you, man, is is I, I I don't know what it's like being president. I don't, but I can only imagine that every day. Like you know, when you have those days at work, Monday's a fucked up day. You don't really want to be there. You don't. There's not enough coffee that's that's gonna get you through that shit. You're just gonna have a sour attitude all day, nigga. That's Monday through Sunday, three sixty five, dog. <laughs> like, and, and that's just being president under normal circumstances. Under normal circumstances, like being president right now mm-hmm. has got to be some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. If you care, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? For Trump, it was a walk of the park. This nigga at the golf course, like yeah. it's nothing, nigga. Damn. From when he came in, dog. <laughs> he really do. He really do. <laughs> I was I was shocked. Like, I mean, I get it. We we all waiting. You know what I'm saying? We all waiting for the results to come in. But I the first thing I thought about when I heard that this nigga was at the golf course, I was like, so there was nothing else that you could have done? Like you still are president. Exactly. There's, there's, uh, I, I get it. The election is a big thing. It's stressful. Like you want to know if you won or you lost. But my nigga, there's 210 some odd thousand people that have died from, from coronavirus, dog. There's nothing and the, else. And the cases that, are spiking right, right there. And there's and, nothing else you could do? Nah. Because, yo, if you think about it, dog, from the beginning, that's his whole thing. He was always focused on getting a second term. As soon as he got in, then he started having campaign events. It was like, dog, you already won. What are you talking about? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, do something. You know what I mean? And still nothing. Like, you know, uh, 
you know, people want to point to, you know, different policy wins and this, that, and the third. Yo, I have not seen a more ineffective presidency in my life. Ever. Ever, Ever. dog. Ever. And you go back and you look at, like, like the Bush thing. I think you said it to me on the phone, Jay. Like, that, we considered that shit, the whole Katrina, you know, how he handled that shit. We considered that shit bad. Like, that was terrible. Yeah, this nigga took it to a whole new level, dog. Like, you really just don't give a fuck, nigga, at all. Word and and like I like I said in the conversation, P. Bush handled Katrina like uh, it was a disaster, mm-hmm. and even he got a second term. Mm-hmm. So Trump, I just want to speak to you personally, brother. <laughs> How do you feel? How do you feel knowing that you only getting one term out this joint, bro? First president George W. Bush. First yes. president Jeb's brother, the boy <laughs> that you got like to get at during all the debates and shit. Jeb's older brother, he showed him how to do this. Okay, he got a second term, and yo monkey ass is out. And they okay? they were Sit saying that. that that's gonna that's gonna kill him. Like personally, they were saying like you know this dude is not gonna be able to get over that because he's the first president in twenty eight years to not get two terms. Good, good. They talking about, uh, yo, he's never going to concede, blah, blah, blah. Yo, honestly, if they put it up on CNN, MSNBC, whoever, of uh, him getting dragged out. Oh, good God, Lord. Listen, oh, listen uh, please, I, I, please. I, The DVR can't hold it enough time. And, and this, is what I, this is what I said to Jay when we talked, right? I told him, what if this is an ulterior motive? Mm-hmm. Like, when Trump got into this whole shit four years ago, I don't think he necessarily thought he was going to win. That's what all his people said. They said he was right. That he was actually winning. Right. When he- so we all know that this dude is an egomaniac, right? So back then, four years ago, you know, the whole CNN fake news shit, that's going after his boy, Ted Turner. Ted Turner is, is, is a rich motherfucker, too. Mm-hmm. So what if this shit is really all a play to get your own network? Everything Trump. And listen, say what you want to say about him as a president. This motherfucker get ratings, though. Yeah. He get ratings, dog. So, I mean, what better way? What better way to start your your your, your, your new network with 70 million followers mm-hmm. and you acting a fool every day, 24-7? That's must-see TV. And it would be smart. It would I'm, be smart. Be- Dangerous and probably deadly for us, but it would be smart on his part. He would get he would get the bag, right? But he don't give a fuck if it's dangerous for us. That works for him because yeah. then he can be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna capture all this footage. I'm a I'm a look at our election. Our election has gotten rigged. Is 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 fraud? Come join me. That shit ain't gonna happen under my watch. And and what if he forms his own like fucking like alliance? There's already some some other news, uh, some cable news channel or whatever that's trying. CNN just uh, did an interview with the CEO of the company uh, earlier today, and like they were covering the election too. They refused to call the race yet. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know what I mean. So like they setting themselves up to be like the uber conservative cable channel like even far more more right of fox news like they're looking at fox news like oh yeah niggas is a suspect you know what i mean so this if, if, if this trump administration this trump era has really highlighted america's desire to just be fed what they want 
You know what I'm saying? It's just like another, it's just a microcosm of consumerism. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just, people just want the shit that they want. They just want want people to tell them what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because I'm not that person. I want you to tell me what the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me what it is. But there's clearly 70 something million people out there that want to hear what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. So, and, and there's a cable news network out there that's happy to feed it to them regardless of what the facts are. Right, and right. that's the dangerous part. And I know like off, you know, we tell about this um the uh, the Netflix movie the um what's it called the social experiment yeah, or whatever yeah. they tapped into all that how like the misinformation or disinformation gets to, you know passed out and like nobody cares it's, right. it's just allowed to happen yeah. and people don't realize how dangerous it is until wars happen and that's yeah. when it's too fucking late because people really now believe this shit because they've been told by a quote unquote reliable source and that's all they need. Yep. You know what I mean? And the fucked up thing about it, man, is when shit hits the fan, this nigga is going to be nowhere around to support those people that he brought along. He's going to leave them niggas, and he's going to make sure himself is safe. Yep. And that's what's crazy about this shit, man. It's like, dog, like, we really don't have a conscience right now. Or some people don't have a conscience right now. Because they just will, like you said, Jay, they will listen and believe in everything you tell them. If, they, if that's the, the person you follow... Regardless of, of of everything being debunked and and, and fact checked and, and and proven that yo this nigga is lying, mm-hmm. no, it don't matter. It mm-hmm. don't matter to them. No. Yeah. The thing that's wild to me is not even if you say you have quote unquote proof. It's when you show people video evidence. Like I don't know if y'all mess with like um, Comedy Central, but a lot of times they'll have like people go out to. Um, like Trump rallies and stuff and just talk to him. Mm, yeah, I've seen that. And like, all right, this is a video of Trump in 2012 saying X, Y, Z. And this is a video of him in 2016 saying the exact opposite. So what do you feel about that? Oh, that first one's fake news. Mm. <laughs> what? Mm. And people be dead serious. They be dead serious. I've, I've, seen, I've seen ones where they said, you know, we're talking about Obama and they were like, you know, Katrina. And he wasn't even the president, but they'd be like, he they didn't do anything. Thing. And it's like, dog, you do realize this nigga wasn't even the president then, but it don't matter. It just speaks to the laziness, man, because it's convenient to believe mm-hmm. those lies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's convenient to not have to adjust your ma- your mindset and your mentality, your perspective and the way you move and operate out here. It's yeah. real convenient to hold on to your fucking ignorance. You yeah, know I mean, sometimes it's difficult to make yourself a better person. Mm-hmm. Yo, so, that goes so back this, to- is, this is the thing. Let me, let me, let me slip into my TV bag real quick. Let me see if y'all follow me, right? Yo, um, have y'all ever heard of uh, Man in the High Castle? It's on Amazon Prime. Nah. All right. So, just to set it real quick, this is uh, like a story about what would have happened if America lost World War Two. So the Nazis came and the Japanese came and they split America in two. And pretty much everything on the West Coast is Japan. After you get over the Rockies, everything else is Nazi Germany, right? So not obviously not those countries, but like, do y'all think that we would actually be better off if it was those 70 million, wherever they want to be, like, let's just cut it down the middle. You know what I'm saying? We over here, we two separate countries. Y'all operate how y'all want to operate. We operate how we want to operate. We got trade. You know what I mean? We do whatever. 
you know what I mean, peaceably. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, y'all stay over there for real. That's not, I mean... Because, honestly, I can't see reconciling some of these people back to, like, mm. logic and, like, not being racist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the basics. Like, if you can't even get with me on the basics, like, we ain't going to be able to have no real conversations about policy, for real. Mm. I mean, the the politically correct answer would be no. Like, we need to be one whole country in, in one democracy. That's- yeah, but... I'm not, I'm not bound by that. I don't really, I mean, right. you know what I mean? That don't break me up right. if the founding father's dream dies. Right. No, nah, I mean, yeah. listen, but that other side of me is saying the same thing that you're saying. Like, listen, that document that was signed, all men are created equal, that shit don't apply to me, you and Jay. Dog, they had slaves while they was writing. Right, so. that don't apply to us. It never did. So I can I can see how if you're saying like, okay, the only way that we're going to stop this shit from, from continuing is we get like-minded people living on like-minded land and have nothing to do with the other. Like, I'm not, I'm not 100% opposed to that shit. I'm actually okay with that. All right, question. Who's the world's power, though? I, mm. I, I, you know what? And I wouldn't even trip. Like I said, now, of course, this is pie in the sky. But like I said, I would split everything down the middle. But who's the world power, dog? Because there's always some, there's always one. Mm. And and because right now, America as a whole, we are still, even though, you know, China's coming up this motherfucker, Russia trying to do what they do. But it's like we are still the, the number one world power. So we still have a lot of a lot of pull and influence in the way things play out and shit. But so if this country gets divided down the middle, Who's, who's playing that role? Because whoever's not playing that role is taking over. Eventually, that that imbalance is gonna get fucking bigger and bigger. That's true. I, I mean, I, I, of course, I haven't thought this all the way out, but no, I feel you. That's just the first thing that come to my mind. I mean, I think you could play it like how like Europe, you know, was playing like the EU. So you might have like one ambassador for the EU. So you'd be like, all right, this is now, you know, the United States Union. And, you know, this is their joint ambassador. You know what I mean? Something like that, where it's like you could still kind of present somewhat of a united front. But I don't know. I mean, what if we were just all on equal footing? Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, but he's just saying how would it play out, right? I mean, if I mean, if you have it like that, you have obviously countries like Russia who sides with Trump or Trump sides with Russia. So right. we're splitting our country and we're saying like this is y'all stay over here, you stay over there. They <clears> have their allies too, so they can go ahead and say, you know what, Russia is our ally. Yeah, I mean, United States ain't ever gonna say that shit. So we can be like, you know, on the side that we that's not fucking with Trump, we can just be the same thing. Right, we, we go right. have a sit down with whatever country, and we say like, "Yo, this is completely your choice." Right, you know. So if if you agree with this side, you you're on that. You're an ally of them. That that can create real fucking like problems yeah. because if you have <laughs> Russia, China, or whatever on this side, and they just say, "You know what? We outnumber them. We're just as powerful as them. Fuck them niggas." Now, I mean, we now we got a dilemma, but other than that. Yeah, I say you just split it, just like Bud said. Instead of the country, you split the the, the world that way. And then, I see, mean, it's then a pipe my dream. dilemma too. Becomes like, 
what you know what what's the geography of the split because i feel like the ideology of these people that we would want on the other side mm. they selfish as a motherfucker mm. so it doesn't matter what land we give them whatever we have they still gonna be mad about it mm. so at some point that's just gonna bubble over they gonna feel like you know what we deserve fucking West Virginia. I mean, I'm there. They, you know I what I'm mean, saying? Some shit. You know what I mean? Even though they got all of Texas, all of Mississippi, Alabama. You know what I mean? They can get as deep into their fucking Confederate roots as they want to. Right. But like, there's always gonna be something. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. And I feel like, even though there there is whatever 70 million people that side with Trump. I still don't believe every 70 million one of them are necessarily racist. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what one thing that really opened my eyes to that because to me, they, they just went hand in hand yeah. at a certain point. But I, I don't know if it was a Facebook post or some shit I seen, but um, it, the shit was like, uh, all Trump supporters are not racist. They just have decided that racism is not a deal breaker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And, and so it's like, and there is a difference between the two. And those that have decided it's not a, no, I, I think so. Because the ones that have decided it's not a deal breaker, I feel like they're reachable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's there's an easier conversation that you can have with them opposed to the people that are set. Like, oh, I'm going to the fucking Klan rally on Tuesday. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Okay. In theory. Yeah. It's it's it's. Easy. Yeah. But I will say, if you're comfortable with racism, you're racist. Mm-hmm. So, well, okay. Do you think black people can be racist? Nope. So, I've had this argument with Cassie. Interesting question because it's all about your definition of racism, right? Mm-hmm. So some people say, all right, black people can be prejudiced, but they can't be racist you can't because even, you can't even pre- be prejudiced, huh? You can't even be prejudiced as a black person. That's false, nigga. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm telling we you, we got you prejudice like a motherfucker. Listen, as black listen, people, man. That, but, that, but that's because we have a reason to be. Nigga, I'm not just talking about white people, bro. Oh, I'm talking but, about in general. I mean, to be honest with you, I think I think we can be ignorant. Absolutely, we yeah, be, same thing. Nah, nah, there's different levels to it, man. Like, like first, like I can't. I'm 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 cool with Muslims. Yeah, I'm cool with Muslims. Them niggas, them, them. You were saying nigga, you a nigga just like me. Yep. I'm just from a no, different. No. I'm just from no. a different region. I'm just no. from a different region, my dude. No. You know what I'm saying? We the same though. We the same. No, if you are, the, if, no, if you, no. if you're Italian, you the same. If you got, if you remember when Italians came over here, they were treated just like niggas. They would treat. They were called monkeys, just like 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 me and you. So yeah. we we like like I think I think honestly, people can't get over. They can't get over the history of it. White people can't. They can't let go of. Yeah, you. What y'all did was fucked up, man. Like there's no. There's nothing that you can do that's gonna change that shit. But they they don't want to to acknowledge what happened, so they can move on. Black people, Jay, that ties into what you was talking about. Right. Black people, we can't move on because we don't want to let go what happened. Right. Like, you know, what white people did to us, like, we simply just can't let go. But because of that reason, because of so much shit has happened from every generation for black folks, it is, it's not just one period in time. It's continuing today. So because that shit has happened, we can't be prejudiced. We can't be racist. Because you gave the mentality that we may have to be racist or prejudiced, that came from the 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 actions that you guys did. 
Well, I, see, I think, once again, I think we're talking about, like, just black and white right now. And I'm just talking about the idea, mm. the ideology of racism, if we as black people are capable of that. Mm. And I think, and I didn't really have an answer for myself, because uh, one, well, let me, answer, you know, yeah. piggyback off of your shit real quick, because I, I do agree with you that... Um, that you know, fuck! I lost it, God. <laughs> Don't you hate that shit? <laughs> God, I, hate that I shit, really huh? do, bro. I really do because the shit was good. It was juicy. That's <laughs> the sign of age, right there, my brother. So we gonna we gonna give I, I you. Put, I put something in the air right before we uh, we started filming. Yeah, we so, gonna we know. gonna give you we gonna give you like five minutes. And that shit gonna come back to you, dog. <laughs> it's gonna come back. Watch. You just gonna be thinking of. Oh, you know what? I got it. So when that shit happens. Oh, there you go. No, I got it. Cause you, cause you want to talk about how we were holding on, how black people were still holding on to shit. Like mm-hmm. we don't want to let go, and I think we can't let go because the shit that we holding on to is still happening mm-hmm. to us. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just, it's just been redefined and, and repositioned and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's still happening, so we still get affected mm-hmm. by shit. So that's why we still feel away. Like they. They racist white people just holding on to some bullshit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's antiquated and is being actively pushed out of society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, I agree, man. But I also like, but I also agree. Like, it could be done. Where we split the country, we split the world, we split everything. It can't. I mean, it would have to be thought through a hundred times over, but. Yeah, I mean, I th- obviously Jay just poked like one hole, and it was like, oh, dad, like the whole, <laughs> the whole global world, like whole joint. Yeah, that's yeah. So I mean, I don't know, but I, it just seemed like, man, like, like I said, like to me, I'm not comfortable with people who are comfortable with racism. Mm-hmm. Ever gonna be comfortable with that? Oh, like, I feel you there. Be cool with that. So like, if you're good casting your vote for a dude who's openly racist like bruh i don't know what to say but me you don't have nothing in common literally Mm -hmm. the only thing we have in common is that we're god's children that's it right the one thing the one question that i kept asking myself was is that what is it that the 70 million people who voted for him what is it that um that they that they see they they see what they they see what is convenient for them. That's what that's the point I was making. They see the shit that allows them the most power. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They see the shit that is going to feed into and in, into their lifestyle mm. the ease the most seamlessly. You know what I'm saying? Because anything else is an adjustment. I feel like that's why racists are the way they are because it it benefits them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It benefits them to to hold to suppress somebody else mm. like people like poor white people that are racist it benefits them specifically to be racist because they they can feel better about their poor situation because no matter how broke they are they still better than the richest black nigga out there you know what i'm saying they can hold on to that shit so it's like you know it's it's convenient to be fair like if somebody and i had to check myself because even after once again i got to plug it watching the uh the social experiment experiment or whatever it taught me like yo do i like what to CNN because they telling me the shit that I already feel. Right? Am I really getting the facts, or am right. I just coming here because it's like, yeah, y'all are right because you because I'm right and y'all are saying the same shit I'm saying. Right? You know nah, I mean? you're right. You're right. I mean, it's yeah. tough, man. It's definitely tough, but true. Who knows? Yeah. You know. But uh, I know you got a, a a real important question, Jay. That's that's actually tying into this whole thing. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, so you know, there's been a, a, a recent, uh, maybe within the past year or two, a, a little mini revolution, a, a movement rather about reparations, about black people getting reparations in America, and uh, people have really been actively trying to like make that a tangible, practical. Uh, goal for us and I just wonder because the original form of reparations was and once again sorry for the you know the, the siren y'all this is, this is part of the show we got we listen then nobody like this is part of the show <laughs> but uh, the original form of reparations we all know is 40 acres and a mule right mm-hmm. which Clearly, they reneged well, on one they reneged on that 40 shit. acres and a mule and then two if that's not what we getting what what do what do real reparations really look like for us today? Like what do we really want from that? That's like that would be the modern day equivalent of that, where we could actually do something with that for ourselves individually. Because every individual that was a former slave was supposed to get forty acres and a mule. Mm, yeah. So that means every black person in America would be getting something that should set them up. Mm. For to to change their lives and redirect their lives in whatever way they wanted to go. Right. So what 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 would y'all want? So I could tell you because like the um, one of the projects that I'm working on and putting together is um, you know really like diving into like a lot of these issues or whatever. So um, I did some research on you know what people are talking about for reparations. Um, now I'm not. I don't think we need 40 acres and a mule, but. I think um, they looked, one, one of the studies looked at it and was like, you know, based on that calculation of like 40 acres and a mule plus like what the actual value of slaves were in like 1850, you know what I'm saying? Like black people could get maybe like $4 trillion, something like that. That would be like the actual number um, of, of cat, like the actual cash value. And I think it works out to something like either like three hundred or three hundred fifty thousand per person. So sweet Mary. But listen, but listen. (laughs) If you think about it, right? Because I like that idea. The other piece I like is what South Africa did at the end of apartheid. They had their truth and reconciliation. So they let all the former government officials come out and talk about, you know, this is what the situations were. This is how we acted. You know, we apologize. Da, 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 da. So like they had full hearings and they let everybody kind of come out, say what their part was, when it part was in it. You know what I mean? Some people got punished. Some others didn't, you know, and they kind of worked it out. So like, I think you got to have some kind of like public, you know, atoning right you know what i mean like from the government from the president on down you know actually apologizing for slavery for jim crow for all of it you know down through through years and then if you're breaking every you know 18 and 18 year old and up with you know 300 350,000 you know what i'm saying that's at least a start so you could say you know Regardless of what, you don't have an excuse. I know more. You know what I'm saying like it's now that's not enough money for you to live on for the rest of your life and all of that, but it's enough to really get done like any business, 
You know what I'm saying? Anything that you want to get started, you know what I'm saying? You want to buy property, you know what I'm saying? All those types of things, you could get started with that. Like, oh, yeah. and even if it's that 350 ain't enough for you, guess what? Your whole squad just got 352. I was just thinking that same shit. I was like, look, if we all got 350, I'm telling you right now, we all need to take, like, P, I know you got kids, so your number might be different, but we all got to take at least two 250 out that shit, band that motherfucker together, and get some land, yo. Uh, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all with that. I mean, the only other thing that you can really say is, like, give everybody an 800 credit score. That's the only, that's the only equivalent to it. Because I, the only thing that I don't like about the money part is that a lot of that money is going to go right back to them. Absolutely, that's the only that's that's the only thing that kind of concerns me about that. Whereas, I mean, even even if you got an eight hundred credit score, you're still going to be giving money, you know, a percentage of that money back to them. But yeah, it's more personable to me. Is is you know, if you do want to start that business, all right, cool. Then you might actually be on level footing. But I'm not opposed to the three fifty neither. Yeah, and and, yeah. and I know. And- Ain't ain't no reason why I can't be both Right, nah, absolutely And then, you know, I mean, Xavier ain't gonna He ain't gonna get it, but shit Me and Cassie alone That shit should last us a lifetime I mean, so I'm not I'm I'm, I'm down with either or, man Either or, but I think We definitely need some reparations, though That's damn sure Yeah, And and I I don't think that you can Value what a, a slave was in 1865 because we still reaping the benefits of what slaves did in 1865. Right. And we will be forever. Ever. I mean, this country, this country will never have a different founding. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. we will, this country will always be based on theft mm-hmm. and the backs of stolen labor. Mm-hmm. You know I, so like that, that's never going to change, which mm-hmm. is another thing that I want to bring up. I don't know if y'all heard about the fucking executive order that, um, Mr. Trump uh, signed recently about the, it called it the 1776 commission, which basically is a, a commission that he is forming. That's essentially designed to whitewash history. And because he feels like America is, is being misrepresented in history books and classes throughout, throughout uh, America. And so he's designing this committee, he's forming this committee to, to um, uh, basically disseminate a proper education, make sure people are being properly educated on America. America's history and not being taught to hate the country and all that shit. I'm like, y'all got to be kidding me, bro. Like, I remember hearing somewhere that they was trying to like to to overlook slavery and shit like that. But like, this is it's really happening, yo. So you know, people educate your kids. See that? that... (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He just put it out on November second. Wow. So so about it. So we. Haven't heard enough about Christopher Columbus and 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 the bullshit that that they teach us about that. Like nope. Nope. they talking about it's a, a patriotic education, man. So so you basically saying that you so again this goes back to white folks simply don't want to fucking admit that they did something wrong. That's that's all this shit is. They they don't want to admit like yo, the history of this country. However you want to fucking look at it. It's fucked up. Yep. Like you said, Jay, it's deceit. It's it's reneging on 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 deals that I mean, we had forty acres in the mule. They reneged on that shit. Right. So you know, it, it's again, you just don't want to admit that you fucking wrong, and you want to always cast the shining light on white folks. 
Listen, it's the mentality is the mentality wanting to hear what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? I was gonna say you could ask our native our native brothers. You know what I mean? Oh. About how many deals they got reneged on, you know what I mean? They Whoa. not only did they renege on deals, but then they moving these niggas to just like reservations. Yes, to to certain areas, and then they not providing anything for them. So yeah, you can live here. This is an Indian reservation. Cool. We ain't gonna provide no water. There ain't gonna be no electricity. There ain't gonna be none of that oh. shit. And it's like, like so. <laughs> After you destroyed our way of life. Right, right. Like you, so you can come here, you can take my land, kill my people, mm-hmm. and then offer me some bullshit. Bruh, I just remember, I, I, I can't remember what the tribe was, but they were pretty much growing out west and they needed to kill off a tribe. So this tribe was, um, they used like the buffalo, you know what I mean? That was like they, their main meat source, you know, they used the furs for the winter, all of that. You know, they went out and killed 5,000 buffalo a day until they killed off the buffalo population just to get to the natives. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like the type of sickness you got to have. That's just evil. That's 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 what I'm saying. That's there's one thing to 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 be a, a, a country like a conquering country. Like I'm not a pole. I'm not I'm, I don't want to say I'm opposed to it, but I know what you're saying. Right. Throughout history. And throughout civilization, the popular or the 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 more the stronger country has dominated the little countries, and I, and 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 to a certain extent, I kind of agree with it. It's like the bat, it's survival of the fittest, right? But when you know that you have the most powerful country in the world, and in within your own country, even though these niggas was here first, if you just go ahead and set your whole endeavors on like to extinguish. Some some form of ethnicity, mm-hmm. nigga, you're just evil, dog. Because you can easily have just said to him like, "Yo, we we ain't gonna fuck with you. You yep. stay, you stay out here in your area, and we cool with that." Nah, but that's not enough. You gotta fucking be like, "All right, yeah, you can only stay in this area, and we're gonna take your livelihood. Like, we're gonna take the livestock away from you, forcing yep. you into a, a, a corner." Mm-hmm. And 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 then expect them to, to be you know to be civil and behave and say yes, master, like, like yes, that's exactly what we're gonna do. Nah, you gonna? I mean, man, listen, dog, that's just that's just evil, dog. That's just <laughs> this is America. This is just evil, right? But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the the shining the white light. <laughs> okay, because we got our own black light that I I really want to shine today. So so, bud, it's on you this week. Please shine that black light on somebody because I can't have this much white light shining right now. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, I, I found out uh, really about this brother's story last week. Um, I ended up watching um, a movie and a documentary. Um, the movie. Uh, if y'all get a chance, it's Just Mercy, um, the joint with um, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Um, the documentary is, uh, I want to say it's like One Man's Fight. Uh, it's on HBO. Um, but the the gentleman's name we're going to highlight in the Black, black Light this week is uh, Brian Stevenson. Um, he is a lawyer 
social justice activist um, and the founder and executive director of the Equal Justice Initiative, um, which is based in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, this brother, uh, I mean, he's 60 years old now, but I mean, he's committed most of his life to defending um, brothers and sisters on death row uh, and making sure that uh, you know, their sentences were either uh, commuted or overturned if they were, um, you know, just incorrectly brought about. I mean, and, and this dude just has been fighting for uh, our freedom in, in a very, very, very major way uh, for years now. Um, so just to give you a little bit of background, um, he was born uh, November 14th, 1959 um, in Delaware. Um, that's where he, uh, grew up, um, went to, uh, Eastern University in, uh, Pennsylvania, um, uh, graduated in, uh, 81, got his, uh, JD degree from Harvard Law, um, and also a master's degree in public policy, uh, from the JFK School of Government at Harvard, um, so, you know, this is a dude who's just, you know, been kind of, you know, top of the class, you know, from an early, early age, um, after, uh, he graduated, um, he moved down, uh, to Atlanta, um, joined the, uh, Southern Center for Human Rights, um, and then, uh, he was assigned to Alabama, so, uh, that's, uh, he, he moved there in 1989, and that's when he actually got started on his um, program, which is called the uh, Equal Justice Initiative. Um, so uh, the major, I want to get to his major case. So um, one, it was one of his first cases um, was the uh, post-conviction appeal of uh, Walter McMillan. Um, he has spent months on death row uh, being convicted of murder, which he did not uh, commit. Um, the whole case was based on the testimony of one felon who was given a free walk if he lied. Um, there was no physical evidence that tied him to the case. There was nothing else that tied him to the case. He had multiple witnesses who could place him miles away from where the murder took place. And none of that evidence was ever entered um, into the record. So he ended up getting railroaded, obviously all white jury, white judge, you know, in Alabama. And they uh, sentenced him to uh, death row. So uh, Mr. Stevenson took on the case. Um, and he was able to discredit every element of the initial case uh, from the prosecution. And uh, Mr. McMillan was exonerated and released from jail in 93. So that's kind of, you know, the major landmark case that really put him on the map. Um, in 1995, he got awarded a, a MacArthur Genius Grant. Um, so if y'all know about that, that's, you know, you can just apply and you're literally certified by a committee as a genius uh, and they'll uh, give you a cash uh, prize. 
Um, and he took all of the money and, and put it towards the Equal Justice Initiative. Um, you know, <clears throat> they are saying uh, by 2016, um, he's gotten 125 men saved from the death penalty. Um, you know, I mean, and in addition to that, you know, he's represented poor people, defended people on appeal and overturned wrong, wrongful convictions um, and worked to alleviate bias in the criminal justice system. Um, so, you know, this brother's just, you know, incredible, incredible dude. In addition, um, what he's done, um, I don't know if you all are aware of the... Um, where is it here? It's the um, the National Memorial for Peace and Justice down in Alabama um, that opened up uh, in 2018, April, April 2018. So this uh, National Memorial for Peace and Justice uh, commemorates the f- nearly 4,000 people who were lynched in the South from 1877 to 1950. Um, so it's literally a commemoration of every individual has got their names, has got the places where they were lynched and when they were lynched. Um, and there's actually memorials that different counties can claim so that they can actually set those individual memorials up in their county to say, you know, these many people were lynched in our county at this time, you know, and we want to acknowledge, you know, their uh, uh, suffering. Um, you know, he also, in conjunction, opened um, the Legacy Museum uh, from enslavement to mass incarceration, um, which uh, just has different exhibits. Um, it's uh, actual where where that museum is is actually a former slave warehouse, um, and it contains uh, materials on lynching, racial segregation, uh, and mass incarceration since the late 20th century. Um, and he articulates how the treatment of people of color under the criminal justice system is related to the history of slavery and later treatment of minorities in the South. So, I mean, I could just, you know, talk for years on this dude, obviously, um, but, you know, stumbled on his story just on a humble and, um, like I said, just dove down the well uh, because, you know, I was just so intrigued by what he was doing. And it's like, I mean, this is a dude you know, who's committed his life to the people. So um, just want to big him up, man. Brian Stevenson, uh, shine on, brother. Shine, shine on. on, brother. Shine on, brother. Shine on. I can't imagine it be like the, be on death row, you know, falsely. And Bruh. then on top of that, to have somebody you don't know just come and fight your fight for you and it actually work. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And he at no cost. No cost to them. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, re- I remember watching that movie, man. It's crazy because it's like he faced so much adversity, dog. Like like both the lawyer and and the um the guy who was com- I forget his name, but yeah, McMillan. McMillan. Yeah, they faced like like when he was doing the investigation, mm-hmm. the cops was mad that this dude was trying to find out the truth. Yep. Like it, they they didn't care that the guy was on death row that he was been on death row for years and years and years and years they didn't care about that man they was upset that this out of town lawyer is coming down here and stirring shit up and uncovering their mm-hmm. lies. 
basically. That's what's that like the most fascinating shit about like you said, Jay, this country is founded on lies and deceit. Yeah. So Yeah. Brian like, Stevenson. Was, that that was like the big joint that, you know, got him in the news and stuff initially. Mm. That was ninety three mm. when your brother got out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not that long ago. It's crazy, you know man. I mean? And I mean, he's still working now today, so it's not like it's over. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, bruh. But it's just, I mean, I mean, you hear about this, you hear about this all the time. Like yep. guys getting, you know, released 25 years later because they were falsely convicted, you know, 25 years ago. Like, so it's it's the ones we know about is great. But I I, I just can't even imagine how many we don't know about. Mm-hmm. How many actual prisoners are in there right now for literally when they, you know. When they say nigga, I ain't do shit. Like they really in there because they didn't do shit. Word. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of them. Yeah, man. That's that's that shit's crazy, man. So shout out to Brian Stevenson for that, man. Because it takes it takes a lot of fucking heart and and just caring about folks, man. You, I mean, you don't even. It's not a, about the stats. I don't think for him. It's just the shit's wrong. I'm gonna try to make it better. Mm-hmm. Word. You know. So so shout out to him, man. Yeah. But yeah, we went we get hundred uh, or hour and ten minutes, man. Y'all got any last any last things for this this episode? This has actually been a dope episode, man. Yeah. I, I think uh, man, we could have kept I going. mean, I just got a little shout out. I mean, I don't even listen to dudes' music like that, but I don't know if y'all know the rapper King Vaughn. He just a uh, young dude out of Chicago. He you know, he was he was, you know, really making moves out here, signed with Lil Dirk and all that. And he just got gunned down, uh, murdered in Atlanta on Friday night. So, you know, condolences to his family, you know, rest in power to the young man. And uh, it's just we got to do better, y'all. We got to do better because from what I know, uh, from what I've heard, is the, it, it was senseless. It was senseless. You know what I'm saying? As it usually is. But it, it was something that did not have to happen. Yeah. And we got to really start. We should have been doing this, but we have to continue to hold ourselves accountable and really evaluate our responses. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and set our priorities out here a lot differently and understand that the music that we hear is entertainment. And not to get caught up in that as a Bible mm. and the commandments that you're supposed to follow. Mm. Just saying. Right. Yeah, man. I just want to shout out everybody. Shout out Philadelphia. Shout mm. out Atlanta. Mm. Shout out Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Shout out everybody that, that did their civil, civil duty and, and just came out and vote. Whether that be by mail, whether you went to the actual polls, it don't matter, man. This... This is this is huge because especially for the black community because we never always think that our vote counts. Yeah. This shows that your vote does count, man. So let's not stop here. Mm-hmm. Do this for your local elections. Do this in, in four years when we need you again. Um, but we gotta change that mindset that that voting doesn't help us. This is the only way it is gonna help us is by us going out there and voicing our concerns, man. So shout out to everyone who actually voted this year, big time because. We got the man out of the out of the White House because of it. So shout out to everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, man, shout out to all the people who's doing the organizing work. Um, you know what I mean? Who've been fighting and you know talking to your knucklehead cousins, talking to your aunties and your uncles, and you know people you didn't know, and uh, trying to convince them. 
that, you know, it was worth it to, to go down to the poll or it was worth it to get a mail-in ballot. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of those folks, they doing that, you know, because they know it's the right thing to do. They're not getting paid for it. You know what I'm saying? They're not getting rich off it. They just believe in something and they, and they going out and, you know, spending their time, you know, away from their families, you know what I mean? To make sure that, you know, we as a people could progress. So, you know what I mean? Got to shout them out. Um, man. And the, the, the other thing I want to shout out also is, you know, my folks in Georgia, man, it's not over. Y'all got a runoff election January 5th mm. to come out and go hard because that Senate seat. You know, every like a lot of people want to knock what Obama didn't do for us. But what they forget is he didn't have the Congress with him for six of his eight years. Mm. That's what the difference is. President can only do so much. You got to have a Congress with you. If you have the Congress with you, you can really make some moves. If you don't, chances are with the Republicans, how they are now, you're not getting nothing done. So it's, it's you know what I mean? Y'all got to come out and finish the job, you know, or else, you know, to me, this would have been a whole lot for nothing. Mm. Well, brush up on your civics, man. Go out there and understand what really makes these things work, what makes the, the country go. So, but yeah, man, this is, uh, I don't even know what episode this is. This is like 14, 14, 15. Yeah, something 15, like that. Good. So, um, it's been a good one, man. So, until next week, y'all be easy. Don't hurt nobody. And we catch y'all on the flip. Bye, Donald, with your <laughs> monkey ass. <laughs> with your monkey <laughs> ass. Bye. <laughs> and we out of here, man. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha